The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. That was just mean. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and trying to find humanity in this insane world. Some days are easier than others. Some days are definitely easier than others. I am J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we take a look at the news, good and bad, and I have a hopefully helpful hint about, uh, you know, back up your social media, because it's not going to be there forever. It will not be there, no. But first, Captain Marvel, I've seen it. Have you seen it? Actually, you know what? I have not. I'm supposed to be seeing it with my daughter, who is a... A Marvel film fan. She's not really into the comics, but she loves the movies. So All right, she's supposed so. to be seeing it. I hear good things, though. Yes, I, I saw it over the weekend. Uh, generally enjoyed myself. Had nice. a few quibbles, as uh, every comic book nerd of course, does. Of course. But the action scenes are very actiony. Actiony. And, yes. and big fan of the Ginger Magi, who's in the uh, the thing. I'm thinking Oscars. Really? You're, I'm thinking uh, Oscar. Come on. I mean, when was the last time an animal won an Oscar? That's true. The cat in the role, I guess there were four of them technically, so they'd have to divide it. I think cats are kind of hard to, to do on film because yeah. they're cats and they're, cats. they're not like dogs where they want right. to please you. Yeah. You know, the, They don't care. Yeah, the, the cats really don't take direction. No. Uh, they're, they're more sort of Brando-esque, you know, oh, yeah. with the kind of improv. <laughs> Brando-esque, okay. Fair enough. But uh, but we'll see. We'll um, see. But, but I, you generally, I, generally, you liked it. Yes, it, it does sort of imply that you are caught up to date on your Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. and all of your Kree and Skrull warfare business well, and kind of it? where they're at Come on. in the whole Infinity War right, uh, okay. and there's some and you know and, and there's flashback bits so anyone who was a nerd in the 90s will enjoy some of the retro tech shall we say and both of us were nerd in the 90s yeah. so Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, we're kind of nerds now. We're, yeah. we're definitely nerds. Still now, there, so, but yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and, and then there's a, a good blockbuster video joke as well. So oh, I love a good blockbuster joke. Yeah, so, I really enjoy. So, so there's some stuff there, and I think it continued to uh, win at the box office. So I think the second week in a row, I think it was still up there at the top. So it will probably be in the top five until Avengers Endgame comes out at the end of April. I'm going to guess and. I, I have to admit, speaking of Endgame, I did enjoy the new trailer that actually includes the Captain Marvel character. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah, they released that. Uh, yeah, a uh, couple of days ago. Yeah. And, uh, and the movie actually comes out in a few weeks. Yeah, they've, they've, I didn't realize is, that. Yeah, and it made sort of Captain Marvel feel a little bit kind of like a lead-in or a, yeah. a, a run-up to when we get to Endgame, which everyone has been waiting for. Gotcha, gotcha. Year. Now, it's, uh, it's, I'm actually looking forward to it. I liked uh, Infinity War, so, I mean, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Marvel films as much as most people are. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? To be fair, I don't like any of the comic movies. I'm not a big fan of any of them. I'm a TV guy all uh-huh. the way. So, so all of the, the building blocks oh. of Iron Man and Thor. And yeah, the, no, not so much. I like the first Iron Man movie because yeah. it was different. It was something new. Yeah, he was sassy. I, and I'm a fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. You know what? I have to admit, speaking of which, they bought back the uh, the director, yeah. James Gunn. I, I guess he atoned for his yeah, bad for behavior. Yeah, his ridiculous before. posts, which were absolutely ridiculous and uncalled for. But, you know, yeah, it's, they... it's nice to see that he's back on board. And he's doing Suicide Squad, which oh, was really? interesting. Yeah, he's doing the new Suicide Squad movie, too. So he's living in both DC and Marvel. Wow. Well, I, I guess he's uh, repented for his. I'm uh, sure he has. Hopefully, Suicide Squad was not a punishment for his. Uh... I doubt it. I doubt it. I was one of the few people who actually liked the first Suicide Squad really? movie. Yeah. I really did enjoy it. 
I did enjoy it. And Idris Elba is playing Deadshot now, which is interesting. They've he, recasted. He's a fine actor. He's a very, very good actor, and I think he fits the role better than Will Smith did. But yeah. anyway, I think we've gone way off. Are we off the rails already? Yeah, we're you know we're kind of like leaning over the car, yeah, okay, and, you fair know, enough. grabbing stuff. Fair enough. Yeah, well, sparks flying. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, we should get on with the news, yes. and we should get the heavy part out of the, oh, the yes. way because yes. there's no real like getting around of that horrific thing in New Zealand yeah. where someone designed a mass murder and streamed it live and made this be a incident for the internet. Still getting the fallout from that happened on March 15th and uh, I guess there was a helmet cam or something yep. that the killer used. Live streamed on Facebook. And people have been reposted, like every time a social media company takes it down, someone reposts it and I think this has happened close to two million times now. Mm-hmm. People want to keep showing this footage and the social media companies keep trying to take it down but like they're outpace the algorithms or whatever they're using can't keep up and it's just really depressing that a people want to keep posting that and b the tech companies don't have enough control over their platforms or have not figured out how to police them and mass like this but it was pretty hideous uh, cnn even noted hours after the attack uh, copies of the video continued to appear and so now we're days after the attack and the stuff is still around Raising new questions about the company's ability to manage harmful content on their platforms. So this is a bad thing for the companies. I mean, it really is a bad. It highlights a huge flaw. Yeah, huge and flaw. it's it's one of you know these really pivotal attacks. And like New Zealand is like, well, we're gonna ban the semi-automatics, and they've already leapt into action. Right. Their prime minister is very proactive, and I think the whole government is is pretty much on board. Mm-hmm. Too and so they're kind of taking matters. You know, it's this tiny country of what five million people. Right are uh, dealing with, I don't know what they're going to do about the social stuff, but they are changing their laws or getting ready to, uh, for firearms and all of that. Unfortunately, there's probably not much they can do about the social stuff. I yeah, mean, it's, unless you go down the rabbit hole of trying to ban certain things. Yeah, or unless you turn into China and right. have a grid firewall where Correct. nothing can get through that government approval, and we right. don't really see that happening in no, democracies. So, so deeply horrific and depressing. The thing, I think, on the tech angle here is just, is this going to change how companies deal with this sort of stuff because they've been playing whack-a-mole and every time they take it down, it goes back up and it's been going on for probably almost a week now. It's personally enlightening to me to see how difficult it's been for this. I mean, it, it really tells you something about how behind the eight ball these tech companies really are and how little control they have yeah. over what goes on their platforms. And it's mind-boggling and eye-opening at the same time. Yes. And just really depressing. Big-time depressing. Now, in an unrelated move last week, before all of the events uh, that happened in Christchurch, New Zealand, and all of the Madison ensued, Slack, who we know as the Workplace Collaboration and Communications Platform, yes. kind of looked around and took some matters into its own hand uh, proactively, whacking about 28 accounts because of obvious affiliation with known hate groups. Wow. So Slack's just looking around, policing their own platform, if you will. It's a much smaller space, I think, uh, compared to some of the big ones. But a post on the company blog stated, using Slack to encourage or incite hatred and violence against groups or individuals because of who they are is antithetical to our values and the very purpose of Slack. When we are made aware of an organization using Slack for illegal, harmful, or otherwise prohibited purposes— We will investigate and take appropriate action when we are updating our terms of service to make that more explicit. So they've chucked about 28 accounts there. That's fascinating because I I draw the connection. The first thing I thought of when I read that story was that 
Facebook wants to go down this like private little channel yeah. thing. And this is exactly what we were talking about when we were talking about Facebook's privacy push that, you know, who's going to police these small little like clusters of hate that yeah. are definitely going to pop up. So. so so maybe Slack is showing the way here. Yes, but maybe. Uh, again, a, a much smaller platform and probably sure. differently run. So, um, so, 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 you know, good on you, Slack. Keep going. Good there. on you, Slack. But speaking of Facebook, uh, that company suffered what some are calling the worst outage ever on March 13th, and the situation wasn't even fully resolved until 24 hours later. And because Facebook also owns WhatsApp and Instagram, those services were also dragged down, leaving users around the globe with erratic or no social media outlet. Plus, some third-party sites that rely on Facebook logon credentials were also hung up, as well as those playing games with the Oculus VR headsets. Wow. So, so this was a, a major thing. Facebook denied that it had been hacked, which I guess they're always probably going to deny that. Of um, course. And the level of the outage varied. Some users uh, just couldn't use features like direct messaging, while others could not even get on the sites at all. And some people who were wondering what was going on were actually going to Twitter to get their updates on what was going on with Facebook. <laughs> so a, a little social media round robin there. Uh, Facebook said that the mass outage was caused by a server configuration change. Uh-huh. And uh, no, no hacking. No, no, just, you know, we did a little server thing there. But it does illustrate Facebook's reach when so many people suddenly had all that free time that one day. And also the fact that that one person or one department could effectively hose all three of these major services for up to 24 hours. Come on. You and I both know shenanigans. Yeah. Something was going on there. You're going to tell me that there was a server change that was so bad. Yeah. It took them 24 hours minimum to fix it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, not Well, so this, this server update configuration thing seems to be a convenient excuse because bad news for those MySpace holdouts as well, Facebook's competitor. Yeah. You know, or, you know, people who just forgot that they had... <laughs> Time out. MySpace is still around? MySpace is still... <laughs> I had no op- idea. You know... Wow. In theory there, yes. In theory, okay, fair yes. enough. Yes, so, so, and I think some people kind of used it as sort of like the deserted town when everyone <laughs> moved out for Facebook and, the, and they had run of it. And then there were music links and things that worked for a while, but I don't think they've worked in quite some time. But the the MySpace space, the, you know, which I guess people can just kind of think of as a social media service that Facebook stomped, their representatives admit that uh, as a result of a server migration... oh this is a migration. Uh, any photos, videos, or audio files you uploaded more than three years ago may no longer be available on or from MySpace, end quote. You know, I have a sneaking suspicion these companies really need to do a better job of hiring their uh, server specialists. Yes, because uh, we, we've had, you know, one server configuration mm-hmm. thing and uh, this was a server migration yeah. issue so they're uh-huh. blaming the servers the yeah. server ate my homework the server. um the myspace said uh, said they apologize for the inconvenience and uh, suggest that you retain your backup copies inferring perhaps that you made some in the first place Correct. so and we're going to talk about that later in the show because uh, myspace apparently didn't have its own backup so all of that data from, what, three years ago, just completely gone. Shenanigans! Um, given the fact that MySpace has probably not been all that busy, yeah. maybe yeah. it wasn't that much stuff, but right. still. But it's, still, it's stuff. Yeah, and then all of this serves to point out that some experts have said, look, keep this in mind because this is going to happen to every social media platform Absolutely someday. Right. It may not happen tomorrow, it may not happen next year, but one of these days, all of these companies are going to be gone and they're not backing up your data once they've also gleaned what they needed from it. Right. And so if you've got these favorite videos of your kids or photos or your entire life history, 
you need to take responsibility and save copies of that stuff and back it up yourself because these companies which are giving you this free service are not going to do it for free. Of course not. And some people who've had Instagram accounts disappear just out of the blue have already experienced this. And we're, we're, our uh, later part of the show, we're going to talk about just a little reminder about how to back up your social of media. Course, just back it up. By if the, you really want to keep this stuff around. By the way, I didn't notice the Facebook outage. Because just you're saying. not on Facebook. Just saying. You're like, it's just, just another Wednesday for me. Just another Wednesday for me. La, 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 Gonna la, get la, my two dogs and Grace Papaya <laughs> and just have a delightful <laughs> Wednesday. And... Tra, la, 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 la. Yes, indeed. Wow. And so, so you were stress-free. Totally stress-free. Wow. People were literally flipping out. Yeah. I mean, I was busy because Wednesday's kind of my busy day at work. Yes. So I really didn't notice. And because it was not a universal outage. Right. Like some people couldn't post photos and some people couldn't message or whatever. I look at it occasionally throughout the day, but I'm not really that busy posting because I'm busy doing other stuff. So I did not realize the extent of the outage. Right. We've talked about it on the show, and I spoke to a friend of mine this past weekend who was like, you really don't miss Facebook, do you? It's like, absolutely not. has made no difference in my life, the fact that I am not on the platform. That should speak volumes to folks. And you have free time, right? I have a lot of free time. You know, it's it's not even the free time. It's just... There was no upside after yeah. a while. There was no upside. In fact, it was just, you know, annoying. Yeah. So. So, so well, I'm glad you're continuing to enjoy your liberation. I am indeed. I am indeed. Now, uh, one more Facebook item here before yes. we move off them. They had an outage of a different kind in the same week with two of the top executives at the company heading for the door. Wow. Facebook product lead Chris Cox, assumed by many to be the company's second most powerful executive, decided to leave after 13 years as is Chris Daniels, who'd been running Facebook's WhatsApp messaging service. Mr. Zuckerberg's memo on the departures said both moves were voluntary, but uh, also happened right after the CEO had announced that they were going to do this privacy pivot. Mm. So I don't know if that was related or maybe they just said, hey, you know, maybe it's time to just leave. Yeah, things getting ugly. So they quit Facebook too. Yeah, so. there you go. Everyone's quitting Facebook. Yeah, see everyone down at the We Quit Facebook bar. <laughs> Business opportunity. I like yes. it. Some networking. Trademark PTJ. Be me your card. 20, 2019. Yes. 2019. Yes. A uh, little gaming news here. Okay. Uh, those with Android and iOS devices will be getting some love from Microsoft's Xbox in the future. Really? Microsoft is launching a new cross-platform mobile software development kit for game developers to bring Xbox Live features like achievements, gamer score, hero stats, friends list, clubs, even some of those family settings yeah, yeah, yeah. to games that run on iOS and Android. So nice. Could be some overlap there. That sounds people like fun. People who you know, want to take their, their Xbox, Microsoft games, wherever. That's cool. Dropbox, moving on, yeah. would like users with the free Dropbox basic accounts to at least think about upgrading to a paid version of the service. To help encourage this, the company has uh, placed a three-device limit on the free accounts as of this month. Those who pay for the Dropbox storage can link their accounts to any number of devices, but if you'd been coasting along on the free basic with two gigabytes or whatever you mm-hmm. got for storage and had it connected to all your phones and tablets and your computers, you won't you won't be able to go beyond three. Gotcha. So so no more of that. All right. Well, you know, you can't blame them. Yeah, they're you know, they need to, you know, got to pay their rent too, I guess. They don't want a server outage. Yes. Or a server. What is it? Yeah, server. We don't want to have to have a server migration yeah, here, you server, know. Yeah, exactly. Wink, wink. You know, we might have a little server migration here, you know. You know <laughs> I can't be responsible for a sector failure, you know. <laughs> it would be a shame yeah. if we had a server migration. <laughs> yeah, because all that you know, precious baby photos you got on there. Well, that's just too hilarious. Okay. Yeah. 
So, uh, so, so anyway, uh, good luck with that Dropbox. Yeah, good luck there, huh? Now, ahead of its big media event on March 25th, it's expected to showcase its new streaming service and lots and lots of content, uh, including some new video shows. Apple has quietly popped out a couple of new iPad models. Now, we remember when iPads were the big event and yeah. people would sort of froth and, and oh, be yeah. all worked up and what are they going to be? And then yeah. Apple would have this big thing and show all the models and then everyone would run to pre-order and crash the servers and then maybe you stood out in line in front of an Apple store for eight hours. Yeah, I did that a couple do you remember, times. Do you remember? Yeah. Well, first off, they've become iPods. Yeah. But secondly, do you remember when they were first touted by – this is when Jobs was still around – that it was going to be like a life-changing thing. Yeah. That these iPads were going to change your life. Yes. And it was sort of like, uh, yeah, not so much. Yeah. Now, now they're just like, okay, we we refreshed the line. Yeah, yeah. We put a new chip in, and, yeah. and off you go. There you go. Yeah. So so they but they all the press releases still have the the uh, gooey pros about yes, how I'm fabulous sure they these do. things I'm are. Sure, they do. So in case you were in the market for a new iPad, because it is a very lovely device, it's it maybe is. not changing the life uh, for a lot of people, but Artists and photographers, maybe this has changed their workflow. There yes. are some lovely apps for that. So if you are uh, in the mood for an upgrade, Apple saw the uh, debut of the fresh new lightweight iPad Air. Mm. That is a 10.5-inch True Tone Retina display, the A12 Bionic chip, and support for the Apple Pencil. So uh, that uh, price tag there starts at $499 for your, your basic no-cellular just straight up low-end model. Uh, they also refreshed the iPad Mini, which I had forgotten was still a thing. I love my Mini. Yes. Uh, so there's the brand new iPad Mini with the A12 Bionic chip. Also supports the Apple Pencil. I know you like to make fun of the Apple Pencil um, when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. And prices for the 7.9-inch uh, Mini start at $399. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I, I don't think I've upgraded the Mini since maybe the first one. No, and... I haven't upgraded in a while. I'm sure at some point we're going to have to, but... It's a nice little size it for really some is. stuff. It uh, really is. It's perfect for me. I, I I really enjoy using it. But of course, every time you say bionic, I'm thinking, does it come with the Adidas tracksuit? Yes. The red tracksuit. That's yes. what I want to know. It's that should man, be. It's got to make that noise. It's got to have. You know what? That's actually for for these manufacturers who make the covers and cases. Make a red tracksuit for it. Yes. That would be awesome. Like Steve Austin bionic suit. Steve Austin suit. Mm-hmm. You know, all the millennials listening to this have no idea what we're yeah. talking about. And you would hope that the the eyesight camera would, you know, have like that bionic eye. And make the noise? Yeah. Come on. Do it. Do it. It's a dream. could really, you know, revamp that line. Absolutely. So, all right. So, new iPads out there. Also in Apple News, the Worldwide Developers Conference is set for June the 3rd to the 7th in San Jose, California. Uh, registration is open until March 20th for developers who want to enter the lottery to get the chance to buy, uh, I think there's $1,600 passes for this. All right, slow down, cowboy. I got to enter a lottery to get the chance to get a pass. Yeah, well, okay. because the tickets always sell out, so they have this lottery, and if uh-huh. you win the lottery, then you get the opportunity to pay your money to buy the pass. Wow. And so I guess it's the $1,599, 1600 for the, the package there. But you get the chance to see, you know, iOS 13, Mac OS 10.15, Watch OS 6, and TV OS 13. I'll see them first in the keynote, and all of the the hair guy will come out and talk about the software, and yay. <laughs> Craig Federici. Yes. He is a very yes. smooth presenter. He is a very smooth presenter. Yeah, I'll take a, a, this, what do the kids say? I'll take a hard pass on this one. Yeah, so yeah. No, no WWDC uh, for you. No, thank you. 
Um, but this one, this Apple item may uh, be of interest to you as okay. you are a music fan. Uh, Apple's getting sued in the European Union by Spotify, who accuses the fruit theme company of anti-competitive practices and wants the European Commission to investigate. Well, considering they put Apple Music on all their devices and sort of like force it down your throat, I don't know. It's kind of there. Spotify's yeah. not too thrilled that they can't be on the HomePod, which I don't know how many people have the HomePod. But the what? Yeah, the, <laughs> yes. You know that that, yeah. that thing. Oh, that, that's right. They make that. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, and that. I guess Spotify was champing at the bit to be on the Apple Watch, and Apple kind of moseyed before they could put the wrap on there. So they, Spotify's been <laughs> steaming about this for a while. They moseyed? Yes, they, they say, oh, yeah, we'll get your little watch app yeah, on, you know. Okay, we we got to right. do our other stuff first. Right, so um, Spotify says Apple uh, has an unfair advantage because it can control app update distribution while taking a bite of the revenue because of the 30% thing. 30%, right. Yes, uh, all while it has its own Apple Music competitor, to your point there. There you go. Now, uh, so Spotify made this whole website. I think it was called like Play It Fair or something. We'll post a link to it on the show page, but it listed... All of these reasons why Apple was bad and why it was hurting Spotify and it was greedy, it was taking the money, and why the European Union really need really needs to investigate this. And so, if you Apple waits a couple of days, and then they clap back with their own response called "addressing Spotify's claims." Ooh. And so, this very sort of staid web page. But they uh, went through and took aim at some of Spotify's major accusations about how the App Store works. They talked about App Store approval times, Spotify's actual cut on subscription revenues, which Apple said Spotify fudged the numbers a little bit there, and also Spotify's rise as a result of its presence on iOS. So oh. Apple's like, you know, how'd you get so popular? Yeah, exactly. So their uh, response, though, did not mention the EU case specifically. Apple kind of stayed away from that. It was merely just uh, going toe-to-toe with Spotify here. I know people are on both sides of this argument because Apple does have a reputation for being a little greedy with the App Store revenues. No. But what we will do is we will post links to both sides of the squabble on our show page, both Spotify's very handsome, handcrafted site, taking name in Apple, and then Apple's addressing Spotify's claims nice. page. So you can read in depth and decide for yourself. That's a nice way of doing it. Both sides presented with no flair, no nothing, just slapping it out there and letting people decide. Yeah. I like that. See where you come down on of that course. one. So, so that'll probably be ongoing for a while. Moving on to Google, they continue to go after disruptive advertising. Hmm. The company's released its annual report of how many bad ads are out there, meaning these are the ads that violate uh, Google's advertising policies, which we talked about not too yes, long yes, ago. You know, ads that do ad fraud, phishing scams, malware, all of the really nasty things. And so Google releases its numbers. However, even though the big G killed 2.3 billion with a B bad ads in 2018, that was actually down 28% from the number of ads it stuffed in 2017. Wow. Industry watchers speculate that the overall number of whacked ads is lower because Google is increasingly blocking the bad ad experience before the scams can impact people. That's fair enough. So just uh, take them out at the root. Google is also relying more on improved machine learning technology to identify and exterminate almost 1 million bad advertiser accounts. Time out, time out. Word choice, JD. Word choice. Uh, machine learning, exterminate. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's, no, let's, let's, yeah, 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 let's try that again. Let's try exterminate. again. Exterminate. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's, let's do some vocabulary okay. switching okay, here. Okay, here we go. 
Um, so Google is relying more on artificial intelligence to identify and uh, throttle almost okay, one million enough, bad like advertiser nice, accounts. Nicely done. Nicely done. Uh, in addition to uh, nearly uh, 734,000 publishers and app developers that were shut down because the bad accounts – once you get take the bad accounts down, mm-hmm. then it stifles the bad ads. Yes, so, that is true. So that might be some of it. That's a nice thing they're doing. Yeah, it's it's every little bit helps. Absolutely. I mean, and there's still plenty they get through, yeah, but that um, is true. but they're they're fighting the fight there. They are indeed. Now March 14th, also known uh, as 314, and the way we do the dates here in the states, yes. uh, also known as Pi Day because of the 3.14. Right. That's right. It gave Google the chance to break a Guinness World Record by using the cloud to compute. Uh, pi, you know, 3.14, to 31.4 trillion decimal places. Yowza. That's a lot of pi. That's a lot of pi. Um, this beats the previous record of 22 trillion digits. Really? So, and all of this was right to show yeah. that the cloud has all of this uh, ability to grind these numbers. And I guess you could download disk images of the, the whole computational string. Wow. But the, the pi people just... This is like they live for this day. Yeah, of course they do. So Google was there for them. This is their Christmas. Yes, uh, and and Google Cloud was there to to support them. Nice. And before we go. Yes. And finally. And finally. This month marks the 30th anniversary of the World Wide Web when Tim Berners-Lee, a British computer programmer, sent in a proposal for an information management system to his bosses at CERN, the European Particle Physics Laboratory, on, uh, I guess it was March 11th, 1989, so 30 years this month uh, here in March. His boss at the time said the idea was, quote, vague but exciting, end quote, and gave him the go-ahead. And three decades later, Mr. Berners-Lee, the web is here. He's now warning about these sources of dysfunction the web faces and how the fight for the web is one of the most important causes of our time, end quote. So he's seen his creation do good in the world and also do horrible things. It's become like, a Frankenstein monster. It has. And, you know, case in point, the thing we had at the top of the news yes. is a very bad thing. But yes. then you've also got people coming together and information being shared in new ways and all kinds of job opportunities and research and all that. So it is a very double-edged sword. But uh, the creator of that sword, though, is urging people to, you know, fight for the web. Interesting the part of, of the it. yeah, of course, for the good of it. The interesting part of this whole thing is the irony is that it's still kind of vague and exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the whole thing. But it, this is no joke. God's honest truth. This morning, I get up. I'm doing my thing, trying to get ready. And you ever get one of these like shower thought things? Yeah, where all of a sudden you realize that the internet is literally destroying all sorts of norms that we've. So you had this brilliant moment of clarity. Yeah, and you know, this like this like terrifying pit in my stomach. Politics, journalism, um, media, pretty much everything we knew and understood about how we absorb information has been completely decimated. Mm-hmm. And the we're still feeling our way through this whole thing with the internet. Yeah. And it is like to Tim Berners-Lee's point, it's scary and dangerous and you know, there are certain responsibilities we have to have. It's like, wow. Yeah, yeah, I don't like showers. I don't like thinking. Yeah, thinking well, is, is not good. Big, deep thoughts. Yeah, no. Yeah, the, especially and, when I'm shampooing my hair. I really don't so you want. you that scalp massage. Yes, and it like loosens something thinking, up. Yeah. I, you know, I can't have that anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to wash my hair ever again. No, 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 no don't do that. Just <laughs> uh, maybe play some craft work or something. Oh, the that's shower wall. So you're brilliant. thinking about that. And brilliant. Not, uh, brilliant. Big, big thoughts. Or um, as, we're, as it's known around the Kaiser, a home uh, lullabies. Yeah, I see. Yes. 
They, they remember their, their... Yes, they do. Craftwork was the only thing that put them to bed. All right. There you so, go. All right. All right, we're well, off the we're rails. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, and well, we're off the rails, but we're also coming to the end of the news segment. Oh, yes. There so we go. Uh, for anyone out there who wants to know more about all the things we talked about and read Spotify uh, versus Apple's uh, arguments, you can find all that on our show page at poptechjam.com. Up next, a public service announcement from Pop Tech Jam. So aside from this thing that most people forgot MySpace existed and yes. MySpace deleted all these people's data, however old it was. Gone. History. Out of there. It, it It is a object lesson, though. We said it earlier in the show. If you love this stuff that you've posted at any time in your life or you're using Facebook or another social media platform as your personal archive, mm-hmm. don't get too comfortable. Don't. They're, they could have a server migration or upgrade that eats all of your stuff. Facebook says, oh, we back up, you know, redundantly, we have all this stuff. You know, they're not going to be around forever. They may think they are. And if all of this stuff is so precious to you and this is your only copy of it, you need to take matters into your own hands. So back up your own stuff. If you have not been backing up, you can do the uh, data takeout thing or the download my archive from Facebook. Yeah, do it every once in a while. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter. All of these services that have a backup option, go find it and download your stuff. It may take a while. You may make this giant archive, mm-hmm. but you want to have a copy of it. If that's if you have nothing of this left on your phone or your computer, wherever you upload it from, take back a copy just for safe reasons. It also makes it easier if you decide to quit the service because you've already downloaded Yes, indeed. It does indeed. But make your own backup. If for some reason, once you've done that and you want to keep a continual backup, Look around for a service or product that will help you back up your social feeds. There used to be a ton of them like Frostbox and, and Digimi and all that. A lot of these have not yeah, no. really survived because yeah, no. nobody was backing up their social media. Correct. So there are very few left. Um, a couple that we can talk about are uh, iDrive, I think, which has a Facebook and Instagram media yeah, backup. I had completely forgot about iDrive. And uh, also Acronis, which is desktop backup software. But they have also got a thing where you, know, you have to give them permission uh, to get into your feeds, but they will also back up Facebook and a couple of other social media feeds. None of these are free. Again, if you really love your data, you probably want to pay to protect it. But Acronis, I had forgotten that, oh, yeah, they, they're not just backing up my hard drive. They yeah. can do more of my life backup here. I and, used to use their apps um, on my PC way back when. Yeah, and I think it's like 50 bucks if you just like buy you know one-time purchase for the software. Right. And more if you want to have like cloud and, and, and other types of backups. But if we're getting into the realm where all of your photos are pretty much digital at this point, even if you had originals and you scan them and you've got these stored on some social media service, you really, really, really want to have your own copies of those. So either get a Cronus or iDrive or we'll have a link to a couple of other things. But just back up your stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I would say that I'm not the type of person to say I told you so. But I am the person. Yeah, and that you do likes that little to say, dance too. Yeah, exactly. On the tips of your so, feet. Yeah. So, la, 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 la. But I've been saying this for a very long time. Long time listeners of this show know that I was very, very hesitant to dive into because we've been doing this show for a very long time. Yeah. I never really wanted to dive into the cloud. And once I dipped my toe in the cloud, I realized exactly what you're talking about now. This was years ago that what's going to happen when these services go away? And my solution has always been to back up my stuff on hard drive 
or even to Blu-ray discs. Oh, I wow. actually continue when it's like like personal information, like kids' pictures and stuff like that. I have a stack of Blu-ray discs that are like total safety backups for like stuff that's really important to the family. Yeah. And I make sure to keep a Blu-ray drive that actually works that I can transfer this data off of. But, you know, it stands to reason, folks, back up your your stuff. If this is important data that you have, Dropbox could go away. Box.net could go away. Any of these services can go away. Facebook, MySpace, obviously. Yeah. Back your stuff up to a hard drive. I got stacks of drives and I've got stacks of Blu-ray discs. Yeah, and and back up your backups. Yeah, some people will have a sort of a RAID or multiple hard drives to back up to if it's like a super important like folder of pictures. Maybe you back that up regularly and then you've also got that on a thumb drive or some other media. I mean, and it's also the crapshoot too of what optical media is going to be around, what formats are still going to be with us. And you have to keep up with that. Yeah. Okay, so at some point I realize I'm coming towards the end of the whole cycle with the Blu-ray discs. So at some point I have to rethink what those things are and then transfer them over. But again, these are important things for me. So obviously I'll make the transition when it's appropriate. But if you're really concerned about your stuff, back it up on your own drives. Just do it. Do not trust a free social media service no, uh, to not. keep your stuff safe. It's crazy. Even some online stuff, unless you're paying, it's like it's a professional corporate thing where you're paying them money to store your stuff. Anything free, I would not rest assured. And again, I know that the majority of the people here bes- listening to this show, besides being devastatingly good looking, yes, are obviously aware of, you know, tech services and things that are going on. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're tech savvy. Yeah. You know, fair enough. We're not talking to you. Yeah. We're talking to your grandma, yeah. your lazy kid. We're reminding whatever. you so you can remind your family. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's a service we provide free of charge. Yes. Of course, so, you know, if you want to give us a little No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, but so so unless it's a a corporate cloud backup thing with Correct. a plan and a guarantee that they right. can watch your stuff. In writing. Yes. Or you've just you've gone and invested in hard drives and flash drives and other forms of media just Back it up yourself. Some people have even gone as far as to print out the really, really good photos on archival, like, acid-free paper and put those in lockboxes. That would be Mrs. Kaiser. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's a concern. Um, because, you know, it would be a shame if we had a server yes. migration. Yeah, you know, that you know, conf- configuration goes All south, of a sudden, know. there's a server migration. It would yeah. be a shame. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so, so, folks, just just be careful just out there. Just be it's, careful out there. It's your members, and even if you just grab the f- big Facebook archive, download, and throw it on a zip drive, and then if something happens, you know, you're at least backed up to when you did that. So you're, you're getting something. You know, I, I really do enjoy doing that server migration. You do, you do. Because I, I, you, you get, I get the, the hands, and I get the, you know, I get all Brooklyn on it. I, I, yeah, I can tell you that perhaps you have grown up in this area of the country. <laughs> Yes, I have. And I have heard guys say things like yes. that to my face. Yeah. Actually. It would be a pity if something happened to them. Yeah, I was in the music business in the 80s. I've, I I know all about these guys. Uh-huh. Yes. So, the server migrators. Yes. So, so anyway, this has been our Pop Tech Jam public service announcement. <laughs> Please back it up if you love it. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. I think we should go. Yeah, we should. And we, we should thank the bros. Thank you, bros. Speaking go- of the bros backing yes, us up all yeah, these years. Absolutely. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, they will build it. And thank you to all of our devilishly gorgeous listeners. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And tech savvy. Yes. And tech savvy. Yes. 
Remind, remind all, all of your family to back up their stuff. Help yes, them indeed. if they don't know what they're doing. Yes, so until next time when we are back with more, and I'm sure there might be some tech news here or there uh, sure to there talk about. Be. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Back it up. Would be a shame. Would be a shame. Just saying. Just, just saying. saying.